Testimony Prophetic Link, Lori Facebook, Ati Baba Testimony 123, Lori Instagram, Jesu Lolua. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta 107.9. Fresh FM 107.9, Abel Kuta. You are still on to Fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta. Please listen to this announcement. Are you willing to change your university of first choice? Crescent University, Abel Kuta, is the answer. Excellence at home and abroad. Download your form at www.crescent.edu.ng That is crescent.edu.ng or call 0802-781-4584 or 0802-721-4584 Crescent University, our class is world class. City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9.
7.03 on the clock on Fresh 107.9 FM. Kuta. A very good morning to you and welcome to Freshly Pressed. My name is Rola Cabello Derindi and I have the one that owned the Hakim Karim in the building. On Thursday, everybody will say, ah, now only you are can come. I just want you guys to know that he's around, you know but I've left him in the other room. You never, you I, I told know, them already on Thursday, in the other room. That's I <laughs> Nah, yes, yeah, so he's around, but under so lock and key. The room, they keep them alone there. Yes, yeah, so ah, what are you suggesting? <laughs> <laughs> Why they keep them in the other room? They keep them alone. Yeah, alone. You were alone. It's a double effort. <laughs> no, no. This was solitary. <coughs> you were meditating oh, for you the. Made, you had to meditate. <laughs> yes, yeah, so welcome. Trust you're good. Yes, thank you. I'm fine. We're going to dive straight in. We're starting off with a story from the Punch newspaper. Herder's registration begins. NGF Mieti Allah back Akaridolu's order. The understate government on Monday said it had started registering herdsmen in the states with the aim of ejecting unregistered herders from the state's forest reserves. The special advisor to state governor on security, Alhaji Jima Dujumo, disclosed this in an interview with correspondents in Akure, where the Mieti Ala Cattle Breeders Association of Nigeria and the Nigeria's Governor's Forum met. It was gathered that herdsmen had started leaving the Ondo State Forest Reserves in deference to the state government's order, which was backed by Governor's Forum and the Mieti Allah at their meeting on Monday. The NGF and the cattle breeders meeting was on a seven-day ultimatum, which the state governor, Rutmi Akiridulu, on Monday last week issued herdsmen to vacate the state's forest reserves. Dojumu, in the interview with The Punch, said his office, in conjunction with the State Ministry of Agriculture and the office of Amotekun Corps, was handling the registration of the herdsmen. He said the registration has commenced already. It has already started today. My office, in conjunction with the Ministry of Agriculture and the Amotekun office, is handling it. The Jumu, who confirmed that the herdsmen were already obeying the governor's order, said the government will be waiting for more herdsmen to register. At the meeting with the NGF, the cattle breeders supported the order by Mr. Akiri Dolu, asking the herdsmen to vacate all forest <laughs> reserves. The NGF and the cattle breeders agreed that illegal occupants of the forest reserves should be flushed out irrespective of their ethnic backgrounds, while anybody that wanted to operate legally in the forest reserves should register with state government. Some of the members of the NGF that attended the meeting included Akaridolu of Undo State, Hizoshun State Governor, Boiga Oyetola, Ekiti State Governor, Dr. Kaidi Fayemi, Mohamed Baduru of Jigawa State, Sheima Kinde Oyo, and Governor Atiku Baguda of Kebi State. In the communique issued at the end of the meeting, the four-point directive of Akaridolu was adopted by all the stakeholders. The communique was read by Chairman of the NGF, Fayemi. I'm going to stop right there. You can track the rest of the story from the Punch newspaper. It says, Herder's registration begins. NGF Mieti Allah back Akiridolu's orders. Um, to add to the resolutions they came up with at that meeting, they also decided to ban night grazing and also to ban underage herders. Yes, I think um, <coughs> we, are, we are eventually. I told somebody a few days ago off air. I said uh, this issue of cattle. Uh, uh, Edmund uh, issue that that is uh, interwoven with insecurity, you know, and um, as a, for us as a nation, is getting to a tipping point. I think in physics, the tipping point is when you have said of a slight pressure, the, 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 the thing will crash or resolve. You know, we, are, we have gradually reached that stage, and. Um, and uh, the, the, the unfortunate part is that we are going to have a solution to this. Hmm. Despite the intransigence, deliberately I use that word, of the of President Mohamed Buhari. You see, uh, one will have expected leadership at a high level 
Growing up, my mom is from my mom is from Ocean State, okay. on Town to precise. And I remember growing up in the in the mid eighties, as a young boy, I visited and I saw a lot of cows and a lot of Fulani men. Mm. And at that time, I could remember some of those Fulani men spoke Yoruba fluently. Mm. So <clears throat> those people, more than ten years ago, will have children, even grandchildren mm. that will speak Yoruba fluently. I don't know how it will be easy to send such people. Out of the state. out of the community, mm. I also know for a fact that I've done a lot of business I've failed before. Mm. I've done poultry, I've done fish farming that didn't work out, and uh, I know that a lot of business in Nigeria fail mm. because of the surrounding structure and a lot of things. So, can the Fulani Esme thrive without grazing? Yes, because even in actual sense, scientifically and empirically proven, they will have better milk. Better flesh, but everything they want from their cattle when they are going to graze in one place. I have a friend, probably is listening now, mm. whose mother-in-law in Liverpool has a. I don't want to mention him because size, because I'm not sure of the size. Okay. A whole like expanse of land okay. for cattle grazing, mm. such that when they are here grazing here today, you know they 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 they, they, they have a way that they recycle the waste to fertilize the next place where they are going to graze mm, on mm, mm. and then by the time they come back to the first place it's green again they are they, they imported grass to to to, to plant there mm. so cattle business is a business with, with, that, that there's no criminality in it but when you now see consistently that not those cattle rearers but people of their tribe mm. just like people of my tribe mm. just like some yoruba men mm. also involved in, in kidnapping. kidnapping or you know whatever you other criminality. So, now how do we resolve it? Hmm. Are we going to if your government were involved in criminality in Ondosi or Yossi, are we going to send them out of the community as well? Hmm. No. We'll pick the people that are offended the constitution or the law, deal with them and let the others continue. So that meeting that means that means was good, a good one. Uh, but you no, know, there have been a lot of issues. I think it's catch twenty two. I hear what you're saying. Okay. And you know, I'm against generalization. I hate when people say all oh, you're exactly mm. profiling. All oh, Yoruba mm. men or all oh, Hausa men or all anything. Oh, Let, ladies. Uh, you know, I just don't like it in general because everybody's different and everybody should account for their own actions, right? But in the case of Oyo State in particular, I guess the reason why it happened like that is because they are accusing the Seriki of the Fulanis in that area of being in connivance with the criminal elements amongst them. I get you, Olake. Do you, you understand? See, in, so in, in Ibadan yesterday, mm. we promised it was a very turbulent period. Not turbulent in that sense. Mm, but I actually took the promise that I wish I was in that sense at that moment because when truth has to be told, I realized that it's, it's safe for you at times not to be around. Mm. So it's not be you that will say No, sincerely. But I told him that yesterday and I'm repeating it again. That's what happened in uh, Igongon, that uh, they had to chase out the Seriki Fulani, was a total failure of leadership. A, a classical, a classicus in this systemic failure of leadership. From the roots down to the up. Mm-hmm. From the top down. From mm-hmm. the federal government to the state government to the local government. Total failure of leadership. Traditional institution failed, mm-hmm. legal institution failed, the business world failed, the society failed. The security apparatus, the DSS, the army, the police, everybody failed in Igogo. Okay. But then, who takes responsibility for leadership in your state? Nigeria is valued to 774 local government, mm. 30, 60. Mm. But it's all the matter is that in reality, 
President Muhammad Buhari has a collective responsibility over all this. Indeed. But there are people that have particular responsibility over some domain. Yes. Like and state that, governors. That's why the state governors should have no reason to complain. I told them yesterday, and I'm saying it again here, that Governor Shinyakinde refused to offer leadership. The Senator representing Oyo South, yes, Oyo South, refused to offer leadership. The Honorable Member representing Ivarapa North and the other places refused to offer leadership. The other Assembly Member did not offer leadership. The other part of the Congress did not offer leadership. And when all this failed, if there was leadership, appropriate leadership at that level, mm. there, would have been no, there, will, there will have been no Serik Fulani in that place to have such powers mm. to perpetrate such criminal tendencies, mm. Mm. allegedly. Allegedly. Do you understand? Yes. So the moment all the leadership have failed, Somebody saw the uh, lacuna hmm. and picked on it, Mr. Sunday Boo, yes. and he became the star boy. This is someone that I've met many times that I will have to I reserve my opinion about him hmm. on here. He has a good size, his bad size, but on this, with the moment there was a, a lacuna in leadership, there was a gulf in leadership, and leadership, uh, nature avoids vacuum. Someone that had to step in and he stepped in. Hmm. Now, when he stepped in, why did the CPI and the other people go there a day or two after? To go and inspect. They should have gone before. before. They should have been proactive. That's what we say. Our leadership should not be reactive. But proactive Our leadership should be proactive. Instead. Our leadership should solve problems before they occur. Hmm. 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 Not wait for problems to happen. It escalates. The NASA is going to be a skelter, skelter, What would you say to people <coughs> that said um, it's not right that the governor of your state till now hasn't visited Igongo? Yes. Okay. I have many times when issues happen and we say, President Muhammad will refuse to visit. I'm one of the persons at the forefront that says that's irresponsible of him. Hmm. And in my considered view, hmm. my considered view, it's irresponsible of God and not to have visited that place till now. He's very responsible of the senator of that The House of Rep member, all their representatives member. that were elected. Even look at the chairman, who should live in the community? Mm, it's probably because living in Ibadan. Yeah, most <laughs> times they live in Ibadan. The Arab lives in Abuja. Mm. Do you understand? So that is the irony of the leadership we have. That is the, that is the uh, irony of the leadership that we have foisted on ourselves. And that is the leadership we want to continue. Well, like at this stage, today 26, I think today is 26, January yeah. 2021, in my opinion, if I was asked to choose between 2023 election and restructuring, I would choose restructuring. And that's the next story we're going to track. <coughs> but before we get into that next story, still on the meeting with the Southwest governors and Mieti Allah, um, some people have said, why wasn't the governor of Ogun State, Dakwa Biodun, present in that meeting, as well as the governor of Lagos State? Why were they missing? And that is that, you know, a subtle show of perhaps people's political ambitions for 2023. No, I, I, I do not see that from the context of political ambition. I think that means to keep on short notice. I've also heard that some people have said, oh, why will you meet with me? Oh, yeah, and why would you allow two northern governors be in the meeting? People but, have but, but then, about they, that. They, they have to be there as intermediaries <laughs> yes. in a way. Yes. You see, meetings like that, it's, it's about uh, shifting ground. Uh, but people also wonder, <coughs> like, if they, the way they are, there's crisis in Katsina or Zamfara or any of the other parts of they the north, call the would they call two Yoruba governors to come and Stand we, we, they, they may have been having some we may not know. But the truth of the matter is that I don't see, uh, I, I do not know why they were not there, why probably they were not invited. But at that time, at that time, it was uh, on those states and other states, and... states that were actually in the high of the storm. Mm. That were actually in the high of the storm, particularly on your state. Because it was a case of two contradictions. Mm. In one case, the governor said, if you do not register, leave the forest reserves. In this place, and a, a, a civilian came out to say, you must leave. 
And the donor said, you cannot ask them to leave. And I picked something positive out of the dash, out of uh, what she said at that meeting yesterday. That we cannot use criminality, criminality to fight criminality. criminality. Which that, is that, true. that sounds for me hmm. words on marble. And of course, but, but then uh, people close to him, Governor Shimakende, as the case may be, needs to up his game about security, particularly everywhere in this in, in, within the presence of Oyo State. Because uh, it seems that security is uh, is actually one of his weak link of his government. And like I always say to people, we will never assess any government on their, on their strength. Mm, so it's going to be on the lapses. O- on, mm. the, on, the, on the weak links. That way we're going to assess them. The next story we're tracking comes out of this day newspaper and the heading reads, Without restructuring, Nigeria risks becoming failed state, says Atiku. Former Vice President Atiku Abubakar yesterday warned that if the foundational challenges preventing the federal government from discharging its responsibilities are not resolved, Nigeria risks becoming a failed state. He also cautioned against ignoring the growing calls for restructuring, saying that doing so could lead to a potential fulfillment of recent predictions that Nigeria could soon become a failed state. He advised that Nigeria cannot continue to toe the same path and expect a different result, noting that many of the challenges facing the nation were foundational problems that needed to be resolved collectively. Article in an article titled, Nigeria Needs the Peace Serum of Restructuring, which he released yesterday, described the current ethnic and religious clashes bedeviling Nigeria as symptoms of the disease of refusing restructuring. He said the unitary system, which is now being practiced under a different nomenclature at the time it was established, was not meant to be a long-term solution, but an ad hoc arrangement following the 1966 coup. Describing a failed state as one which is unable to carry out basic responsibilities, such as the security of life and property, as well as upholding law and order within its territory. Article stated that although the country has not yet failed, it could soon without a deliberate attempt at pulling it back from the brink. He said, Nigeria needs peace, unity and prosperity, but all three of these virtues are dependent on Nigeria having social justice. Without justice, there cannot be um, coerciveness in a multi-ethnic and multi-religious nation like Nigeria. Nigeria has foundational issues which we have to resolve. Until we resolve these issues, our nation may not fulfill its potential of being the beacon of light for the black race, even if we have the most righteous people at the helm. It has been said by many behavioral scientists that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. According to him, Nigeria has been operating from (coughs) the same unitary foundation, has given it several names since January 15, 1966, stressing that other than slight name changes, the mold has remained the same and the yield has changed little. Yes, there will be improvements and retrogressions here and there due to the character and personality differences of the men and women at the helm. However, until the foundational fault lines are addressed, whatever progress one makes can be undone by his predecessor, often in a matter of months, he stated. I'm going to stop right there, read the rest of this story to um, get the rest of the former vice president's... um, statements basically about restructuring in nigeria and he says without restructuring nigeria risks becoming a failed state the former vice president is saying that we cannot have peace unity and all the other things that we want without social justice is there peace without justice well like a um, nice statement by the former vice president um but then i think um, I've noticed a, a particular um, a particular trend among Nigerian politicians when, mm. they in, when they are not in power, when they are not in government. They know all the good things to, to do. 
when they're not in government. Atiku was vice president for eight years. It can be said that, uh, yes, we, we have said many times that eight years, uh, uh, that vice president is just, uh, what do they call it? The, like the deputy governor, <coughs> like the deputy governor who are just um, spare tires that may not be used until when it's absolutely, absolutely needed, you know. And then in eight years, how many times did vice president Atiku call for destruction of the federation? <laughs> now, I think we now have a situation whereby people call for destruction as a cliche. Mm. Particularly the politicians, just for them, because it's a cliche that can be used to gain public support, get public support without really intending to uh, make the restructuring work. The ACN and APC, the opening statement is to restructure devolution power and all the likes. <coughs> Till now, they have not done it. When you ask, they, they, they dribble you, they say, oh, why didn't uh, Jonathan implement the 2014? National conference and solution, you know, why did he wait for their party to become to get into office? And so, in a way, it seems that the politicians, the Nigerian elites particularly, mm. they are actually comfortable with the status quo. Well, like that's the mm. truth. But they will be mounting towards that, oh, the status quo, they don't like it, it's not what they want. But at the point when they get into office, they also sustain the status quo and never talk about restructuring. I should have mentioned but in the world of Nigeria that I express so much. Also, said many times before his party, the APC, got into office, he was always shouting about restructuring the devolution of powers. Since then, every time I've heard him talk about restructuring, Malan Nelson was always talking about restructuring, restructuring, restructuring. He was even made the chairman of the committee by his party. Hmm. Why is the restructuring of that committee? Hmm. Why, why alpha with implementation? Hmm. So, when Alaja Atiku also talks, I just put him in the context of politicians who said to us all want to hear. Those who gain our support hmm. to get to power and get to power only to go then to go and entrench and solidify the existing status quo, hmm. which they know is not what we need. So unfortunately, the reality is that the elites, political elites, who benefit from the the, the, the existing loopsided arrangements in hmm. Nigeria, will never sincerely and faithfully ask for or work for restructuring. Do you understand? Yeah. So, whose, whose duty is it to do it? Is it the National Assembly who benefits from a lot, who benefits immensely mm. from the from the structure, from the from the uh, uh, lopsided structure of the Nigerian situation? Some people have called it a contraption. Mm. I don't want to say it's a contraption. <laughs> Let's say it's not what it should be. Mm. It may not be a contraption in the recent world contraption. But it's a Nigerian country. Is it a nation in the in in, in, in the mold of what we expected from 60 to 1980. No. So it is the Nigerian, the average Nigerian, people like you and I, mm. who continue to put pressure on the National Assembly, on everybody that matters. We should not wait for what the politicians will say. Because on one hand, politicians are saying, yes, restructuring. On the other hand, they are preparing aggressively for the next election. Mm-hmm. It is you and I, the media, the civil society organizations, the people that are sincere about the growth and development of Nigeria, who care about the future of Nigeria that will actually continue to propagate the message, the request that the Nigerian nation be restructured to, to reflect true federalism. Mm. How can one government in one part of the country be mining his gold and selling it for itself? Mm. And, the other, and the other part, they will take a lion's share of the resources that does not accrue from them. Mm. I, when, when, when they started the argument for resource control, I felt it was a selfish argument because of the way it had been all along. But later, in later years, between 19, 2002 and now, I realized that the people that champion resource control, even though they may have other ulterior motives, 
It was the best thing. Let every zone start controlling control control resources. resources. Let's pay little tax to the federal government for just for security. Mm. You realize that nobody wants to go there again. Mm. And let's go leave this uh, expensive and uh, unworkable presidential system. Let's go to a, a, a maybe a Westminster model of parliamentary system of government. I think another problem is if you ask people what they want when you when you talk about restructuring. Even the politicians, even those that you know in the realms of affair, all have different ideas of what they think restructuring is and how far they want us to restructure, or how far they want us to go with it. But I think a good start would be perhaps adopting some of the resolutions oh, from that 2014 conference. conference, which well, is a way forward. Mm. But then, who will build the cat? The APC as a party in government will not do it. The PDP as a party. The president in twenty twenty election thinking that ah, we may win. Mm. We also don't want to do it, mm. but they want to use that as, as a bargaining point and a, and a campaign position. So it's left for the people of Nigeria to continue to push the message consistently and push it to the Nigerian government that we, that we do we do not want election twenty twenty three. What we want is a proper arrangement of the security, constitutional, and the resource management of of the Nigerian nation. Olufari S. Babatini on Twitter says, Why should our governor be absent from that very crucial meeting held yesterday? Ogo State now witnesses mass exodus of herders from neighboring states. Mind you, Seriki Fulani of Igogon is now with us. Governor Abiodun should take the bull by horn and take decisive actions like Governor Kiridolu. But Adam Lala 3 says, Federal government, state government representatives and other leaders will keep quiet when terrible things are happening. But once the citizens or individuals take the law into their hands, then they start talking. Our leadership has failed us in many ways. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we've got one or two more stories we'd like to track and then we'll open up the studio lines. Don't go anywhere. This is Fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta. Nigeria <laughs> Number 47 Olusegun Shoba Road. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976. Telephone line 0802-387-5069 and 0818-900-8912. Website www.showoba.com.ng. On social media, Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Email SOWKLTD at yahoo.co.uk. Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Let us go meet them today. Our friend Oliver is what you call a man with a huge appetite. Gigantic, actually. And if there's one phrase we have come to know Oliver for, it is this. More data, please. No matter what we offer him. More data, please. So, guess what we did? We heard Glow created new data plans for people like Oliver, and we got him exactly that. And guess what Oliver said? Excuse me, please, is this all for me? Only me? Now, Oliver certainly has more than enough data. All thanks to the Glow Mega Data Plans. With the longer validity you get on Glow Mega Data Plans, you can work from home with ease, run your business better, download non-stop, stream music and movies endlessly, learn online and share data with anyone. No worries. Get 225 gigabytes at 30,000 Naira for 30 days, 425 gigabytes at 50,000 Naira for 90 days and 1 terabyte at 100,000 Naira for a year. Dial star 777 hash now to start enjoying these Mega plans. Glow Unlimited. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. 
728 on the clock on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkuta. Welcome back to Freshly Pressed. Hakim Karim's right beside me, and together we're tracking trending stories from newspapers across the country and around the world. Now, this next story is coming out of Ondo State. Ondo seems to be trending a lot in the papers recently. Um, but this one is a disturbing story, but I'm happy as well that, you know, this person has been apprehended. It's about a serial rapist that has raped over 50 women and robbed 100 houses in Ondo State. The Ondo State Security Network Agency, a.k.a. Operation Amotekun, has arrested a 46-year-old man, Shino Adaramola, for alleged theft in Owa, the headquarters of our local government area of Ondo State. The suspect, a bricklayer during interrogation, claimed to have robbed over 100 houses, adding that he used charms to rape about 50 women. The suspect said, I live in Ijari. I had a fiancé who left me for another man a few days to our wedding. I became broke and frustrated and that was why I got involved in armed robbery, which was lucrative for me. Whenever there is a party, I pretend to be one of the organizers. I have a special wine opener, which I used to open wine for rich people in the party. With that, I get my victims. I've been involved in this act for a long time since I lost everything and my landlord chased me out of his house. And my fiancé said I was not good for her anymore. I have raped about 50 women. Whenever I want to rape any woman, I always make sure I operate at night and the woman will fall for me after using charms for her. I make sure I cover the woman's face while in the act. The commander of Amotekun chief, Aditunji Adileye, said the suspect was arrested by the Corps during the Operation Cleanup exercise. And that's the story, according to the Punch newspaper. On those streets are a little safer today because this serial rapist and robber has been arrested he says i've raped 50 women robbed 100 houses on those serial rapists yes i think the good thing that he has been apprehended <coughs> and if a man confesses he has raped 50 mm. something inside me tells me that the number may be higher, higher than that and so i think it should just be taken to court and uh, people like this should not uh, in my opinion are not fit to live in the society where humans live maybe you should be taken to where you will be alone so that you will not continue to wreck havoc. And then the issue of insecurity in Nigeria, since yeah, I think at that opportunity we should not shy away from discussing it. Mm. We have to use more of technology. We have to use more of uh, being proactive. We cannot wait until things happen before. No, at times things have to happen. But then the, the, the situation on ground, the institutions on ground, structures on ground should be able to take care of such eventualities. Mm. But here it seems every time we have security challenges, we have to run Elta Skelter and start looking for where to resolve it. I think the Nigerian government as a whole, federal government, state and local need to do more about security. I think the houses of assembly have to pass laws that probably all public buildings must have CCTV cameras. And you know, we must work as co- collectively. Don't let's say everything for the government to do. Let as individuals let's do let's do our own. If I have a building, have I secured with the CCTV? Because that time that is even a deterrence for, for, for Maruda's and thieves to say, Oh, they're gonna capture me. Because even if you want to break the CCTV, mm. maybe there will be another decoy somewhere mm. that won't pick you. So let's work collectively as a as a nation, as a people, as a society to reduce insecurity in Nigeria significantly. Because that's the only way by which we can achieve true greatness economically, technologically and infrastructure and every other thing that affects our lives. Very nicely said, Hakim Karim. This next story is coming out of Abuja, but it has to do with the River State Governor, Ian Wiki. And the heading reads, Rivers fingers detractors as Wiki's presidential posters surface in Abuja. 
Presidential campaign posters bearing the name and pictures of the River State Governor, Nyansom Wiki, have resurfaced in the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Wiki, a member of the People's Democratic Party, is serving his final his second and final term of four years as the governor of the South-South State. Correspondents cited two different types of posters in Abuja on Monday. They were posted in strategic locations on the popular Herbert Macaulay Way in the central business district of the FCT. Some were pasted on the fence of a building that served as the Buhari Oshibajo presidential campaign office in 2015 and 2019. Some others were seen pasted close to the headquarters of the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation and also opposite the Nigeria Defense College, popularly called War College. According to inscriptions on the posters titled Rescue Nigeria 2023, they were produced by the national president of Rescue Nigeria movement, Jingiri Bala Mato. The posters, which bear the logo of PDP, read Rescue Nigeria from Insecurity, Poverty, Bandits, Killing, Support Chief Barrister Yeson Wiki for President, Federal Republic of Nigeria, 2023. Correspondents noticed that the governor's first name, Yeson, was wrongly spelt as okay they they omitted the o one of the posters bought the picture of the governor in the traditional south south regalia complete with his bowler hat the story says <laughs> to match while another had a picture of him fully dressed in an outfit common with northerners there had been speculations that wiki may be considering a joint presidential ticket with his sokoto state counterpart aminu tambawal for the 2023 election tambawal who is also serving his second and final as the governor of sokoto state on the platform of the pdp was one of those recently invited by Wiki to inaugurate projects in River State. Only last week, Wiki pledged a donation of 500 million naira to victims of a market fire in Sokoto State. Track the rest of the story from the Punch newspaper. River's fingers detractors as Wiki's presidential posters surface in Abuja. Yes, I think the, the governor has a right to aspire for any position he likes. The Nigerian people also have a right to accept him as the case may be. Let's wait till then. But then I think uh, one of the abductors of our democracy that makes that, that that ensures that service delivery is is always at the lowest ebb is that we pay too much attention to election. Just uh, 2019, we finished one election; they were sworn in, and uh, even the outgoing term has not. We have not even done half of it, and people are already printing posters. That is just if the poster actually came from him. Don't also forget that. Um, uh, the politicians, whether you like it or not, are planning ahead mm, massively, mm. aggressively for 2023 election. And they keep planning. And when they get into office, they go and recoup everything that they have spent, <laughs> they spent to get know? there. And then service delivery for the people is so small. Someone like uh, Governor Wiki is a very strong voice in Nigeria. That I know that if he lends his voice to the call for restructuring, he will put the federal government of Nigeria on his toes and may even get us results. The opposition political opposition PDP needs to do more, and I think the political class have to agree that the 2023 election is no more important than the instruction needed for this nation, particularly on resource control, mm. particularly on uh, to tackle issue of insecurity. Now the services have been there for so long, the people feel they are not doing their best. The Mr. President is stuck with them because people have said they are his bodyguards. And then the as Assembly cannot even do anything. The National Assembly, Assembly cannot do anything. Cannot even ask them to go because they have limitations. Cannot even ask Mr. President to come and talk and ask them. The other day they invited him. The following day they went to prostrate and say, oh no, we did not invite you. Do you understand? So in my opinion, uh, the 2023 election is not the priority for us as a nation. What should be our priority is uh, how to restructure and to make things work. 
not uh, this Ula uh, uh, Balu about a tr an election. That's how we clamor for 2019, and that where we uh, where we are now. What have we what have we gotten differently after 2019 election? It's good the election is statutory, but then we need to do the news for the nation before the elections. It's 7.36 on the clock. Let's take our first call on the show this morning. 80 1079 Hello, good morning. Hello there, good morning. Uh, good morning, Ronaka, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. What's uh, your you name, have, please, you and where are you calling us Solomon from? on the line. I'm calling you from Lagos. Nice to have you on the show, uh, Mr. Solomon. Mm. Good morning. Uh, this morning, hmm. <laughs> uh, you read a story hmm. a few minutes ago okay. where you are talking about Syria Repash. Yes, in Undo State. That was arrested. Him, yes, they described him as a Syria Repash. Yes. They did not start him Either you buy Syria Repa, or Fulani Syria Repa, or Ipo Syria Repa, hmm. or whatever Syria Repa. Look, I've said this time with that number, let's stop putting ethnicity to every crime. Yes, just yesterday night, hmm. I was asking somebody that's very close to me when we got a report that Sokoto Road in Napota. There's a serious shooting there. And I was asking who, I was asking that particular person that mm. who are those people that are shooting there? Is it full and yes men also? Mm. Something happened in Agudasu Liri. Yes, I saw that. On Saturday. Yes, Sunday. I saw the video. Mm. Because are they S men too? Mm. Look, criminal is criminal. Anakin, so, I disagree with you on this issue of this resource control. The one where they don't they control here yeah, where we see. <laughs> we we did not query them, we did not questioning them. Our local government chairman, our councillors that are very close to us, are we asking them what are they doing with our money? Are they not getting allocation? If they are not getting allocation, why can't they come out and tell Nigerians that they are not getting allocation? If we look my father used to tell me, he said, if you cannot manage this small money that I give to you, if I give you millions, you, you will manage, manage it. Exactly. Hmm. So, look, uh, uh, the resource control, look, you buy, we say, Tabaga, Tanino, Dota, Bano, Tanino, Atao, Nefa, Atada. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Solomon. I appreciate you and your contribution. 080-3322-1079-090-7800-1079. Hello, good morning. Thank you very much. Hello, Hello good, good morning. morning. Hi, good morning, Honorable Larry Jaji. Welcome on the Larry, show today. Thank you very much. My name is Honorable Larry Jaji. I'm a gift for the people's parliament. I think that's well done there. Uh, I want to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, he has been a lot of women. He said he has been close to... I mean, probably over 50 women yeah. and things like that. Well, thank mm. In court. But I mean, I don't know what is wrong with the people. What kind of joy do you derive from that? Quite unfortunate. Quite unfortunate. Such people must not be allowed to live within us in a community. You must be ostracized immediately. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for your contribution. I couldn't agree more with Honorable Larry Judge. Such people need to be ostracized from our society and they need to, yeah, feel the, feel the full wrath of the law. Hello, good morning. Good morning. 
Good morning my to you, sir. Good presenter. Yes, sir. Good morning. Engineer Falabi on the line. Welcome, Engineer Falabi. Nice to have you Thank here. Thank you very much. Mm. I, I, I think uh, when people were castigating some tribes mm. in Nigeria, mm. they have reason. Okay. For example, what people were talking about is that when the government said everybody should go to the farm, mm. and people were farming, and some tribe were using the the animals to go and eat what they planted it is it is just a simple thing you don't yes you want to defend some tribe agreed but at the same time those who people who are victims of those actions what do you think they would do would, would they not talk if you if any cheating is happening anywhere find out and mention that tribe you don't need to come and tell people that uh, they, they are really simply you say find out and tell us the tribe hmm. but who the one that we know we say it you what happened in on those states read all of our social media i saw a lot of pictures on the video yesterday hmm. when the we had the food and we were talking yoruba the the, the guy was telling the the food and said, don't eat my magia okomi magia we said if you come mark pie mark pie nothing will happen the other the villager we telling masumo masumo what are we talking we have we have so they are just nuisance of the of the country anyway that we cannot allow what is happening in the north to happen in our land we cannot be still on our land good morning thank you very much for your contribution i appreciate you for your contribution on the show today the next comment I have is from Twitter, and this one is from Badadamlola3. He says, Mr. Atiku should please let us be. These leaders all have their ambitions, and that's 2023. It's easier to say things when you are not with them just to prove your righteousness. Restructuring in all is all we want as we are tired of all the Aturotas in Nigeria. Honorable Bademolake Vanguard says, for the good of all, let's hope the privileged herders adhere to resolutions of the panic meetings yesterday. As for restructuring, if the National assembly the political parties and the executives won't touch it where then lies the hope of the nigerians mr hakim that was a direct question for you but we'll get to that right after this commercial break this is fresh 107.9 fm abel kuta we'll be right back we do not yield at the Fly Safe Global Consort Limited. We will wait at the Furu Cosile. We will to the Shagagabe Shualabwe Balode in Dubai. We will wait at the Lodua Boshisha in you. Offer of employment in Jade Lenya Tetisheti Boboye Balati Dubai. Why you in Furu Cosile to bury Lati Monday or Dokejiti Logo Shukani or Dota Wahi? Fui Shitobaye. We will wait at the Banish Shagagabe Shualabwe Balode in Dubai. If you can know Yaraka to reply. Bereti lo kun le esi magbagbe pe ko si asan sile owo ti visa yin o fi jade be sire ilegbe ofe oko ofe ati to ilera ofe ni gbogbo oluko pa o ja nfani lati ko pa wa gba form pelu 5000 naira ile ise fly safe to wa ni 55 opopona liberty ladoju kolana house offering road ibadan ateka wa to wa ni lade ko shopping complex ladoju ko redeem church akure esi le wa gba form yin ni fresh fm abi okuta 090681 one two five five zero zero fly safe and mission in dubai you're listening to 107.9 fresh fm
7.44 on the clock on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. Welcome back to Freshly Pressed. Yes, we're still tracking stories for you. My studio lines are live. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can always drop comments on Twitter. Abiodun Aziz Olalekon says, Good morning, Sister Rolake and Brother Hakim Karim. Why did our governor, Dapo Abiodun, and his counterparts, Sonolu, not attend the meeting yesterday? Or are they just showing a nonchalant attitude? Well, I guess, you know, Hakim Karim says we, the meeting was, you know, short notice. So perhaps they had <laughs> their reasons for not attending. But yes, a lot of people have been speculating all kinds of different stuff. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, morning Hakim sir. Karim. Good morning, sir. Yeah, on last week, can you be calling Nice to have you on the Sincerely show. Welcome. Speaking, yeah, thank you very much. Sincerely speaking, of course, criminal is a criminal. Hmm. Then the point is, if you are from Ibarapa East local government, where somebody like me is from, and have friends in Ilaro, in Ipokia, when you see the many of these Fulanese X-Men, then you will know that if you attack them as criminals, you are not out of point. I know what they have done for us, sincerely speaking. So we know criminal is a criminal. Criminal is always perfect. You, can see, you go here and go and see what you are talking about. That is one of you. Now, uh, I don't know, Akin, how will you continue to engage in a peaceful manner? A government that only understands violence as means of engagement. People have been clamoring for restructuring for how long now? You know how long people have been talking about security in this state, even in, in uh, or your state, in the Balafar before somebody now came and did something that they are saying is not constitutional? For how long are we going to continue this way? Nobody is preaching for war. Somebody like me will never look for that, even though I'm small when they say the first one happened. Hmm. But my dad is a retired soldier. I've hmm. seen what war has turned into. It's part, the part of war is still on who? Hmm. So I don't pay for one. Then when something continues in this manner, for God's sake, where are we going? Where are we going to lend it? That, this is just, it, it, I don't know. Just, the whole thing does seem as if we don't have a president that is rational minded again, that is psychologically balanced at the end of her fear. This is, 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 I don't know. I just say that God just sent the reign of mercy on this country. Thank you and good morning. Thank you very much for your contribution. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Ayato Imbadeshino says, on her this issue, the gross, the gross of indifference displayed by our leaders is becoming unbearable. This is very dangerous. Atrocities tagged to some Fulani people has an identity. This is why all fingers point to the president. Not drastically, something is disappointing. Critical Scorpio says, comparing a rogue rapist to killer herdsmen who have caused mayhem in all 36 states is too reductionist. I couldn't agree more. Kunle2405 says, your first caller is known to always defend the president. I don't expect anyone to still defend um, and he puts the Fulanis with their dastardly acts. Restructuring is what we need in Nigeria. Nothing more. Now, this is the thing. I agree that, you know, some of these acts that have been committed, we can actually identify the people and say, okay, this was committed by allegedly a Fulani person or a Yoruba person or an Igbo person. But I don't think um, I would ever be okay or comfortable to live in a world where we completely forget tolerance. So this, this my statement is to my, co- my commentator, Kunle2405. It's still a problem for you to generalize. Because like Hakim Karim was saying when we were talking a little earlier, there are people from that tribe that don't carry guns, that live with us, that are married to us. So it's unfair for you to say you do not expect anyone to defend an entire tribe. Come on now. If that's what you're going to say, I hope that's not what you're telling the children too. Hello, good morning. 
Hello, good morning. Good morning Hello, to you. Good morning. Yes, good morning. What's your name, please, and where are you calling from? And, uh, Mr. Karim. Uh, good morning. Good morning. From nice to have you on the show. Let's have your yeah, contribution. Let me have my take. Uh, the fact remains that, as you see now, uh, I think uh, the two governors that didn't attend that meeting shouldn't be a worry. You know, they should have their own reason for that. Because I could remember vividly when they want to start the framework of Amotekun. I think that similar thing came up. You know, so perhaps I, I don't want to say anything, hmm. you know, on it because I know they should have a cogent reason for that kind of action or act. You know, so now to restructure, restructuring, I think restructuring has been a, a kind of time for Nigeria. Most importantly, when we want to have a uh, election coming, you know, they always say that that's their normal phenomenon. But the the fact that I thought is that. I think they should go by the way of constitution, like uh, maybe to start up, because I could remember vividly, 1960, our, our leaders then, our fathers, they take our independence, they got in our independence very good and nicely, because everything was in place. But apparently, if you want to get back to that old time, it's going to be a worry. Because now we need to do something like constitution. That constitution, 1999 constitution, they should start from there. They will choose stop, you know, telling us instruction, instruction. When they got things now, you will hear another story. They should start somewhere. That instruction should be a, something that we will know that is a long time process. But they should start something now. It shouldn't be like uh, on the 20, uh, by 2023, we should know where we are going. Thank you very much. Good morning. Thank you very much for your contribution. I appreciate you. Good morning to you too. Edo Eabayemi says, may I ask Mr. Hakim if there is anything in the resolutions of the meeting yesterday that hasn't been talked about before, except the herders embrace absolute ranching. We might just be going on a cycle waiting for another crisis. Thank you so much for your comments. I appreciate you. Mr. Hakim, that question was for you. He says, that was there anything discussed in that meeting yesterday with the Southwest Governors and the Yeti Allah that we've I not think, discussed I think already? I it's rhetorical. Hmm. The question is rhetorical. No, but me, I want an answer. I don't have an answer because <laughs> the a questioner has also has the answer. <laughs> Reverend Zachariah Tanimbola says, we need new Nigeria. We need peaceful Nigeria. Within Nigeria, where security is stand, if restructuring is the answer, let us do it fast. Nigeria must stand. He says... Good morning, Nigerians. Ogun State Governor should be more proactive now that Fulani herdsmen are now moving to our state. And yes, Mr. Reverend Zachariah Olubayotanibola, you are right about that question you asked me. Okay, the next comment I have on Twitter is from Reverend Tan- Olu- Zachariah Olubayotanibola, and he says, Peace must reign in Ibarakpa land. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Royal Kebelo, Odeni Demisi. God bless you, ma. Amen. I welcome the man you have kept inside the other room. God bless the electable one. I want to see your meditation work for us in this country to secure the future of our children, Mr. Akim. You see, let me go straight. I'm Kyle D from Abekuta. And can we, for once, at least hear Mr. President ask himself, why am I here? I'm asking you, sir, can we ask him that question, that why am I here? Why am I here on the seat if I cannot probably come up to show some kind of responsibility, wake up from my potential so that I'll be able to do more for my country 
than probably being a kind of president for a particular tribe. I heard somebody saying that uh, certainly and uh, somebody did this in uh, on those days. Is he a Yoruba? Is he not a Kinika? You see, we cannot probably... Uh, I think we should be able to differentiate between those that are advanced in criminality and then separate them from those ones that are just one out of hundred. Let me tell you, though the man has committed crime for raping 50 more than that, and yet, but what about those who had advanced in this attitude, in this act, in this unethical, unethical behavior? We must probably show them that what they are doing as men or Fulani criminal men. let me put it that way, uh, it's not that good. I want to support the remarkable changes we have had or seen in Ibuhu. Definitely, definitely people might say that Sunday Ibuhu was not doing it the right way, but I still believe that uh, if God has given you potential you are not using it, then it means you are a failure before God. If people that are not even doing it in the, the, the light of our government, they are failing, they are failures. The senators that are in the pardon, extra that are not doing their failure before God. But if we see anybody that will help us out of this irresponsible uh, kind of people that are parading them in, in the forest, we must probably be hold, ready to hold up to responsibility with them and to agree with them that what they are doing is bad. You see, these, these people have become a kind of terrible, uh, hostile sorts of people for us. And they have become tissue and thorns in our flesh. So for how long should we continue to, 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 to hold up to that? And then what happened yesterday in Undo, I think I want to uh, support what happened. They must continue to provide them. They must continue to ask them to come and register. And then they should not forget not to send them packing from the reserve forest. Because that one is for uh, economic uh, whatever. So finally, let me say, I want to uh, welcome Wiki into the 2020, but then you must not forget for Wiki has not said it's complete testing, no. In fact, uh, they will say this is detractors. Uh, but but if whether anybody that is coming, they should go for restructuring force. Let's reject security sector. Let's reject all the National Assembly to become one. Are you with me, ma? Yes, Amoteku has come to stay. We need peace because without justice, there cannot be peace. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Kaide. We appreciate you as always. We're out of time on the show this morning. Um, unfortunately, I want to appreciate everybody that's been part of the conversation, everybody that dropped comments on Twitter and dropped us comments on um, Facebook as well. And all our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Ayanto Imbu Adishino Lustring says, in Africa, our understanding of leadership is lordship, and that's our problem. Ekitikete says yesterday's meeting was incomplete for not inviting the farmers. The farmers should have been there at least to balance the equation. Inviting Yeti Allah and leaving farmers out is still a sign that we are putting these people before us. I think yeah, you're misunderstood or rather you're yeah, misunderstanding the situation, Mr. Kunle 2405. This had nothing to do with farmers. This had to do with Yeti Allah and them agreeing that, you know what, this is what Ondo State Government wants. And Ondo State Government says, if you must be in our forest reserves, come and register, come and get a pass. We've banned night grazing. We also don't want underage people working as herders. And I guess they thought it was important for the herders to be there or representatives of the herders because it wasn't a discussion about clashes. Do you get Mr. Ikitikete? But yeah, we're out of time. Let's get last words from Hakim Karim. Yes, coronavirus is still here with us. Let's continue to keep safe and ensure we align with the um, non-pharmaceutical protocols. Uh, so that's why we are fighting security. We do not succumb to coronavirus as well. 
with that being said, yes, protect yourselves, protect your loved ones. This is Fresh 105.9 FM. Have a fantastic rest of your day. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Declare it as one only. Oh. 